Coastal Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama. I'm going solo today because Nathan is unavailable. That doesn't bother me. Um, you'll have an Ado solo and we'll get the, the, the job done. Don't worry about that. What a round uh, we've just had. Round two was chaotic. <laughs> let's let's put it that way. We had send-offs. We had people get KO'd in the first second. Sorry about you, Ponga owners. And, and, and Hart goes out to Ponga too. I really don't know what's going to happen here. I never thought he could um, really de defend in the front line. I was worried about that. Uh, I think they were moving him out there so that it could help with his head knocks. But he got one last week, which he was saying he didn't really get it. But, um, you know, this one was a real bad one. And, I, and my thoughts go out to him and, um, oh, well, obviously to you owners as well, because uh, it's a short turnaround for next game. And even then, I mean, he's had a few of these. And, you know, I really hope that um, he, he bounces back from this and, and hopefully we don't lose him uh, for a long time um, in, in the game. All right, well, let's hit um, the first segment of the show. Getting to know you. <laughs> Getting to know you. 9.56 for eight. Oh, I didn't even crack the, the thousand, but... Um, you know, you can't be too unhappy because I had um, Jackson Ford. No, I, I did not buy him this week um, because I'm a rookie like everyone else buying him. I started with him because it was the only way that I could afford Harry Grant. Um, and I thought he was a decent enough play this week. Obviously, we've got our manly players on the buy, so I, I, I played him, and it was just a real unfortunate thing. A couple of seconds into the game, his first run, four points in my playing players. Um, really stings. The cheese, a lot of us would have probably played the cheese, so I'm in the same boat as everyone else, and he finished on 10 um, with that rib injury, thanks to Cal Fusi. Um, I don't know, uh, he might even have to miss next week, and I think he's a sell anyway because that 10's going to hurt. He's not going to make the money that we all hoped he would, and it's been pretty wretched to start the season. 23% of the top 1% captained him. The cheese, that's crazy. While we're on captains, let's have a look at the captains. Teddy, um, he was my captain. I VC'd Cleary, so it wasn't great on either account. It was a 40 points from Cleary, an unbelievable score, um, you know, for someone of his price point in Supercoach and his pedigree for scoring. Teddy, um, 55, could have been 125 if it wasn't for, well, Joseph Suwali'i, mate. You, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm, I hope Coach has had a word with him like, um, you are not Stephen Crichton, brother. If you want to make it in this uh, game, you are going to have to pass to the wide open man. Look, part of me says, you know, I, I rate the kid for going to have a go, but that was a blatant um, hoggery move. And look, Teddy could have had 125. He got, you know, he got... You know, left out of a couple of times there where they should have got the ball to him. And I reckon he was um, on for a big one. But it's going to be 55 as the captain. 19.8% of people captained him. Um, so I didn't feel so bad once I saw that percentage because 17.4% captained Cleary. So that was lower with a 40-pointer. Um, then you're starting to get into some people that got a bit of a, an advantage. They nailed it a little bit. Um Grant with a 12.7%, um, finish on 76, which is a really good score. Um, and we go on to Dewey at 5.6, looked a bit um, off today, and the Tigers look wretched as um, 4.3, uh, sorry, 5.6, and he got a 43. Trell with a 4.2, got a 52. Val with a 4.0 was a 47. Murray with a 3.6 was a 40. David Fafita with a 2.7, and I think he's on 61 pre-updates. And Hopgod was captained by 2.6% of people. 2.6% of people captained Hopgod, and he finished on 124. You deserve this round of applause, absolutely. That's um, good super coaching. 2.6, and then he's gone back-to-back -back tons. Um, wow, what a bloke. Um, we had everything in this round. As I said, we've lost... Um, Ford and we had the cheese injured. We lost Ponga like seconds into the game. Um, people had drink water. He was traded in by people this week and he's been a popular pick to start the year. Finished pre-updates on minus one and now he's suspended. So he's a must sell. 
uh, you know, real everything was happening, wasn't it? We had low scores in there. We had injuries. We had send-offs. We had after the game, you know, altercations. It was just a wild round. And, hey, it only took two rounds to get it cracking, didn't it? <laughs> you know, in, uh, in the NRL and in Supercoach. So, look, I'm happy enough with my 956. I am not going to get to um, 1,000 because most of the games have updated. And it's a bit disappointing, but look, I've got a four in there and I've got a 10. The rest of it's not so bad. And I just, you know, all it would have been is just Captain Harry Grant, who was the other person I was thinking about. But I'm winning seven out of uh, my 10 leagues and, uh, you know, I'm in some competitive leagues, so I'm okay with that. I think par's probably going to be around that 975. I don't think it's going to be a thousand this year, as I said, um, 23% of the top 1% captain the cheese. That's crazy. Are they all talking to each other going, I think cheese is going to bounce back. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with where I am here. Next week is going to be a big trading week. I'm going to be doing some, well, contemplating doing some kooky things. We'll get to that later on, but let's move it on to the next segment. I'm your host, Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. Welcome to tonight's news. Drink water. Um, well, he finished with a one point. That stings. And he is um, suspended. Uh, he's going to get three weeks if he cops the early plea and four if he challenges it. Um, we did mention Ford with the um, HIA um, in the early minutes and he finished on a four cheese with his ribs and a 10. Now, you know, Ford had a negative break even last week. He's only 280K. Um, you could move him on, I guess, if, if someone like Schuster came back next week. You could put him into the second row if that was one of the moves that you want to make. But I'm not feeling the cheese, personally, at all. Um, that 10's going to hurt. And I don't know if he's going to get away making money. We know that the um, Roosters also have a buy coming up, so I'm, I'm going to be selling the cheese next week, personally. Ponga with his HIA and zero points. It's a really short turnaround. Um, and like I said, I have worries, unfortunately, for him because he's been copping a lot of these HIAs, whether he's going to have a long period of time out of the game. We hope that's not the case and our thoughts go out to him uh, and to all the Unites fans. But um, it was a zero and I think it's five days turnaround, so I would not be expecting him next week. So that's going to be some decisions for teams, whether you're going to move him on. I reckon he's always a risk. I mean, well, I mean, you could go to Dewey for your 40 points or whatever he got. 43. Um, he's probably the most likely pick, or you just wait for Munster, <laughs> who's going to be due back soon. Um, yeah. Um, look, Cleary has had a mild start by his standards. Round one, it was a 53. In round two, a 40. Unbelievable. 40 points. He's going to have an absolutely monster be next week. They're on the bye. So Panthers are on the bye next week. Um, I know I've got Cleary there. I've got Toto. I've got Taruva. Um, some of you might have Ghana. So you're probably going to be in all sorts. I mean, there's a there's definitely a case for selling Cleary if you've got someone that you want, you can trade him to. I've got Sam Walker there as my second um, halfback at the moment. I'll play him, and I think I'm probably going to hold Cleary because. I already own Grant. Maybe if I had a Boyd up there in Hooker, I could bring Hoyd, Boyd down to the half and then bring in a premium like Harry Grant. But I've already got Harry, so I won't be doing that. I'll probably be... Yeah, I'm going to have to hold Cleary. And, and I'm going to get his... I, mean, I can think about it next week. It gives me a chance if Hines is back to maybe go to Hines and then use Sam Walker to get back to Cleary. That, I could do it that way so that I, I avoid his likely um, big cash drop. But it's going to be an enormous break even and I would not be surprised to see him uh, on one of the most sole players this week. It's just going to be a huge huge play. And, and, and if it works like... I mean, look, if Hines was available next week, um, next round when the Cleary's on the bye... I'll go straight to Hines and then, you know, I'll I'll get Cleary back via Sam Walker. That's a perfect move for me. But I'd, I've got a feeling that we're not going to get Hines next week. So if there is no better options in there, um, <clears throat> you know, with them on the buy, you can think about it next week, what you're going to do, or you can pull the trigger, you know, but he's, he's on the buy. So you can wait another week if you need to, and that's what I'll do. Um... <clears throat> Now, what's going to happen with Drinkwater? Um, he's missing, obviously, the three games. I'm sure he'll take the guilty plea. 
Um, it'd be nice if it was Val Holmes, wouldn't it? We saw Val in there with a 47. It'd be nice. I mean, it, it sh- oh, I know that they've got a few other options. And I talk to my Cowboys um, friends and they say that they don't necessarily think we should lock in um, Val Holmes for the fullback, but it'd be really nice, wouldn't it? Oates, um, he's caught the broken jaw. Uh, maybe it's Jesse Arthurs would be my guess um, to come in. The Bronx looking pretty good, um, but that's unfortunate there for Oates. Um, Walsh, he starts with an absolute bang. Tons up in his first game back. He looks terrific. Um, wait. You know, I'm I'm maybe ashamed to admit it, but I'm going to trade out Teddy with his mild start. He's got a buy coming up in round four. He's going to have a big monster BE as well after that start. And here's the next upcoming games for um, Walsh, St. George, Dolphins, who are pretty – they're a lot harder than we think they are. Uh, I, I know because I'm a Rams fan. Um, West Tigers, Canberra, and Gold Coast in the upcoming games. I like that draw for Walsh. Um, and with Teddy going into that buy, I think that that could be my move. I think he's he looked terrific. I am going early, aren't I? Because that was his first game played last week. But the the money is what comes in handy for me for next week um, to fix up a couple of areas. One being the hooking um, back up there with with uh, Brandon Smith, and I've got Utikamano as my second front row. And even though he got over for a try, double movement. <laughs> can't believe that went up uh, for a try, but I'm not. I played him. I had to. He's in my front row too, so I'll take it. Um, but I cannot rely on him, and my plans are for Tohu. So the money from Teddy to Walsh is going to allow me to do that. We'll talk about those when I do my trades. But I really liked the way Walsh um, looked in the preseason before he got that injury. Looked a league above everybody else on the field. Um, in that um, game the, the other night. St. George Dolphins, West Tigers, Canberra, Gold Coast. I think even there's a good chance he could outscore Teddy as well. Well, if you add in the buy, I'm sure he definitely will. So that's probably... If everyone's like, don't sell a gun. Well, people are going to sell Cleary because you're going to have a monster break even and he's going into a buy. So you can say, don't sit a gun on the bench as another way. But, you know, you, you don't succeed as Supercoach by playing it too safe all the time. Sometimes you've got to do a risky thing and... Teddy has not set the world alight. I know it could have been 100 this week, but um, he, I think he's on the chopping block for me just to go to Walsh. I've never owned all Walsh for Supercoach, so it'll be interesting. Um, Joseph Suwali, obviously. Suwali, he doesn't like Teddy. <laughs> That's one of my things I remarked because I was a salty captainer. Um, and is this a different hammer? The hammer has started really well uh, for uh, owners. He's highly owned, but, um, you know, I think he's going to be a popular pick in next week. Um, obviously, you know, there's going to be other players that people are going to gra- grab as well. Karaz with the, the top score of the round looked absolutely amazing. Um, and people, you know, Isaaco actually updated okay. He was heavily brought in this week. Uh, I think maybe on the financials that might work out as as well. But um, the hammer, <laughs> he hasn't done too bad. Um, in the, Obviously, it's relying on tries, which we knew he would. Um, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to skip the hammer, and he's not involved in my three trades that I'm going to be making, but he will be highly traded in, and at least because of this start with the two scores, I think um, he'll probably, even financially, it'll be it'll work out well. I just think you'll, if there's no tries, you have a game where he doesn't score the tries, you might be, there might be a different story on your, on your smile, on your dial. Um, but financially wise, I think it'll be, he'll, he'll, he looks to be making some money. Um, Nathan Brown's going to go to the Roosters. They've had a bit of a rough old run of uh, injuries and sell the Melbourne Storm. Um, but Brown, I'd say if that happens right away, he'll come straight into their team because they could really use it. Um, let's talk injuries. Oates, he's had a jaw. He's going to be six to eight weeks. Cleary and Luai both injured feet. Um, but Cleary played on, uh, and the, the word out of there is they're getting scans and it should be okay, hopefully, because they're on the bye. Um, Sean Russell, we saw that before round started. He's, he's done his shoulder, and it's going to be for the whole season. Ford got the HIA, and he failed it. Um, he's obviously going to have to go through protocols. The cheese, he has it was grabbing his back, I think, the ribs there, and he missed bulk game t- uh, time. Couldn't get back on the field. Um, and the early word, I think, is that he might miss a game just for him to get himself um, right. And I don't know if I want to hold him anyway. Um, is it, you know, that's what I wrote in there. Is it sell time? Yes, it is for Ado. Um, CNK, he got a HIA and failed as well. Curran hurt his hip. Um, Nass, unfortunately, Nelson Asafa Solomona has done an MCL. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. The poor old Storm and their run of injuries, eh? 
Gutho, he's got a HIA, but he's fine. He passed, I think, on the night. Ponga, we, we discussed him. Bad one. Um, H, uh, Braley failed his HIA as well. Talao, he had a HIA from that Hastings hit, and he, they say he's had, got a broken nose. So maybe um, owners for Talao might have to rethink what you're going to do next week if he's going to be out for a, um, a period of time. Frizzell came off with an ankle, and Simkin got knocked into next week. Well, it was a bit of a sickening old thing there by Saifidi. He did show that he was apologetic, um, but he could be in big doubt, you know, to get up for next week. Um, let's talk about suspensions. Drinkwater, we mentioned at the top of the show, three to four weeks for him. Hiku also is going to spend two to three weeks on the sideline. Um, Suali'i, he did a dog shot, and he's just getting a fine. Isn't that a surprise? Anyway, uh, I thought it was at least a week, maybe. Uh, hip drop for Jerry Marshall King. That's a bit of a loss because he's been one of the good players there for the Dolphins. He's going to miss two weeks. And like I said, J- Jacob Saifidi there, he's done a high shock or a send-off. So I imagine he's going to get some time on the sidelines for that one. Um, let's move it on. Around the ground. Around the grounds, let's do my headlines around the grounds, and we'll start it off with Hop God Almighty. Oh, what a man. Back-to-back tons for a cheap. He's still only 68.4% owned. Is that how many ghost teams we've got in Supercoach? Bring him in. He's a must-have. <laughs> like, we don't like to say must-have, but he is an absolute must-have. Um, 124, we saw the a couple of little crazy old... No, it's not even crazy because he looked terrific in the first one, but you've only seen him in one. And everyone, well, two-point-something percent there. Well done. Um, fish on 124, good. Dill-bagged. <laughs> Dill-bagged. 105 for Dill-bags. Uh, He's 4.1% owned, so that's nice. Sort of potish territory, and you've got a ton out of him, so well done. I've got Kennedy Delicious. Kennedy Delicious. Kennedy. 106 there for the Sharks as well. Um, the 1.6, which is Uber Uber Pod. Um, but you can't sneeze at a, as, at a player who's just tunned up. So well done to you, 1.6%. Have a piece of Reese. <laughs> Have a piece of Reese. Um, 105 points for him. 3.3% owned. I'm going to probably jump on. I'm going to ride the Reese Walsh. I'm going to have a piece of Reese next week. Um, Kiraz Tastic. <laughs> Kiraz Tastic. He's the top scorer of the round. 145. He is going to be heavily brought in by people. I reckon he's a really solid. Um, if you need a, a, a gun center in your center wing, too, or you're looking to. Find a nice, affordable player, because that's he's only going to be affordable for one more week, uh, to put into your center wing three. Part of me is tempted to go him if I don't sell Teddy. If I hold Teddy, I could go and get rid of a Brian To'o, who's been a little bit underwhelming, and grab um, a Karaz, because he's going to make some pretty big cash based on how he's gone in the first two weeks. I mean, he could go out and get single digits next week, but... What he's done in the first couple of rounds, he probably still will make money. And he's going to be a popular pick. Uh, I think the Hammer and Karaz will be on the list of people that uh, are being brought in heavily next week. Tino Tun Time. It's a Tino Tun Time. 105 pre-updates. He's highly owned. Uh, well, high enough. 12.4%. And, and I, I reckon those 12.4% are like, yes, Tino. It's been pretty mild, hasn't it? From him and Tapani, these prime uh, front row <laughs> players. Uh, you got a ton out of Tino today. You look terrific. Got a try. I was cooking dinner, so I, I think he got a try. But anyway, um, it's a terrific score. Let's move it on to the next segment. Nailed it! <laughs> the terrific scores from the round. Um, let's go through them, hey? Uh, we had Stephen Gluhans Crichton, 3.7%. I was posting on all the socials like, mate, how many times can he bomb... Poor old Toto there, just when he's completely open to the line, but at least he passed one, and Brian finished on a 67. 19.8% of us own Brian, and I am so concerned about Brian, but look, the score was adequate enough, wasn't it, at 67, because he finally got a try. It would have been at 40s, wouldn't it, um, without it. But that right side, it's never going to get to Brian, hardly. We need to, so I hope someone there tells Crichton to pass it once in a while. Wow. Tass finished with a 66. He's a real uber pod. He's completely uh, uber, 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 uber pod. 0.6% with a 66. Uh, six. Nikora, 
92'd it, which was a really good score by him. 1.2%. Trindle, 5.5% surprised me, but he finished on a 76. Obviously, people think Hines is going to be out longer than expected, but he's off to a pretty bloody good start. Um, Trindle, so well done. Uh, RCG, uh, 4.3%. We, I, I've been lured into the RCG, the big Mo. Maybe it's the Mo. Um, but 4.43%. Well done. You got an 81. Moses, he was on this week. 5.4% for an 83. Sivo. Sivo. 2% of us own Sivo. Or not us, because I don't. But he got an 87. Well done. Nanai. Oh, this is what it's like. It's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride with Nanai because it's been rubbish. 11.3% of people. That's still pretty, you know decently owned you really needed that 74 so well done ma'am he's looking terrific someone like i was offering a trade to get gutho or something i was offering a ma'am and uh i don't know boyd or someone and they they were worried about ma'am not holding his position wrong he's going gangbusters 2.5 percent of people own him farnworth 4.8 percent i was surprised i thought maybe there's a couple of percent of um you know really astute coaches that own farns Farnsworth, I oh, know it's not. A, there's no S in there. Far, I just want to say Farnsy, Farnworth, um, sixty-four. Well done. Has sixty-five. It's he's been better to start the season, but you, you'll take a sixty-five. This is saying I'll take a sixty-one from Dave Fafita. Need it? Well, I had forty from Murray this week, so I'll take a sixty-one from Fafita, and you'll take a sixty-five from Has. Twenty-four point seven percent. Uh, Walker was good with a 92, 14.3%. You see him when uh, he scored the try there from Suali'i Hogball, and it, they're lucky it worked out well. He called him a C-word. Um, hilarious. Paulo uh, there on the wing was a recipient of a couple of tries, 91, 1.2%. Well done. Suali'i the hog, Hoggery, um, 81, 9.5% own him. The Hammer, as we said, Um it broke the hearts of the old Raiders um, there because we've oh, we're off to none and two. 79 points for him. He's 32.4%. I would be surprised if that doesn't go up um, next week. Now that you, it looks like it could be a good financial move. Ellie Katoa was terrific. 90 points. 18.5%. Oh, um, you know, uh, he's got to be on the list, I reckon, of players you've got your eye on because um, I reckon he's going to have a ripping year and, and that reflects it in that score. I think he's going to probably boost up in, in, in money nicely as well. Jerome Hughes was good with a 91, 4.4% owned him. Avarillo had a ripping game as well for a 90 at 2.8. It was actually a good game to watch. I like seeing the dogs go down to Melbourne and roll them. Melbourne are in all sorts um, injury-wise. It's, I've, you know, I feel bad for them. Do I? Nah. Um, Marnie, 89 points for him at 11%. Uh, look, if you've got a cheese problem, um, Marnie, uh, Wade Egan, there's a few options in there, players who are going well. Uh, I think Marnie is going to be an 80-minute hooker. He's in the cat, he's the captain now in there as well. Um, 11%. I think that could be an option for you. Um, the fox was good, he's a yo yo, but he 10.2% have been getting bad scores out of him. So, congratulations, you got a 77 this week. Grant, as as he's he's 34.3% owned, he's a he's the top player you could have in your um, hooking position. 76, and he didn't even look like he had his best game in the world either, but that's just grand, isn't it? Nelson, unfortunately injured, but he got a try in there to get him back in the game, 4%. Um, Young, uh, no, uh, Dom Young, 91 points, 2.5%, got a couple of tries. I think he had an under 10 score to start the year as well, so... You know, those 2.5 earned that 90. <laughs> you earned it and have it. Um, Gagai, he came back this week as well. Looked really good out there, actually, to me. 0.5% jumped on him straight away or something. I, I don't have a look when he was when that 0.5 brought him in, but it was 73, so well done. Uticamano finished with a 66, 44.7% of us own him. And we needed that try, which wasn't actually a try in my opinion, but I'll take it as a super coach player. Brooks. 0.7% are on the Brooks. They're glutton for punishment. Um, but you've got a 66 this week. Well done. Let's talk some cheapies. Cardi, um, it's working out okay financially for you, I reckon, as a cheapie. Um, he's in the 200, look, 230s. He's one of those ones. 58 from him this week. He's 13.4%. Uh, look, we know that um, Mano's going to be back soon, and, and then Lane's going to come in as well. Um, so it's, I don't know if it's going to be the, the, the Cardi party's going to go on forever. You're going to have to stop partying at some stage, but it's looking good so far. Taruva. 
Um, I like Tarufa. He uh, looks like a likely custer to me. It's, it's uh, he he's got good base, I reckon, and eventually there's going to be some attack, I reckon. So um, he he gets a, he gets a tick for me. What did he finish on this week? Um, Forty four, which is a pretty mildish um, type score, but. I reckon if there's a try in there, he's going to go 80s, and, and I like it. So I want to I want to ride him out, and I think he might ripen up to a nice price. Um, Isaiah Katoa, he was good as well this week. Um, when they lost Sean O'Sullivan there, he sort of guided them home uh, for the win. And he's somebody that, I mean, obviously in the 5'8 position, a lot of us were thinking, oh, we might um, get Schuster in and we're worried about Katoa's job security. I think it's fine. It's only a 45, but he is a bottom price cheapie. And I think that that's perfectly fine scoring for me. And I don't think he's any in any danger of uh, losing his position. Uh, Preston there for the Dogs had a ripping game. Scored a try, 16.5%, of which I'm one. <laughs> I went with him because um, I've heard really great raps on him from my doggies friends. And uh, I love a little bit of a cult hero. The crowd always cheers for him. He's a local junior, I think, as well. So 16.5%. Fish with an 83. Well done. Warbrick, um, 51.4% of us. It's a 36. Um, look, um, should I call it a nailed it? It's, it's Look, it's uh, him and Taruva. It's thirty late 30s and early 40s, but they are bottom price cheapies. Alamotti with a 48 is perfectly acceptable as well. It has a 59.6% owned. Now... Maybe you don't want to play him for those 30s and 40s. But, hey, I played Cam Murray for a 40 this week. So, anyway, let's go over to the last um, game, which was the Titans getting rolled there by the St. George Dragons. Um, obviously, we mentioned Tino there with his 108, and I mentioned David Fafita with his 61 doing absolutely nothing. Um, you know, I'd love if it was a 75 from Dave, but I'll take a 61. Um, look, Ben Hunt was good for his first game of the year. Uh, I mean, what does he cost? I mean, if you're going to get rid of Cleary and just do a little bit of halfback, you know, roulette, it costs 585000 So you get a fair bit of money to do stuff in your team from that, but I don't know if I'm, I'm that ballsy. Uh, Ravalawa was on for a try. You know, he looked good today. 83. Blake Laurie got a couple of tries, 80 points. And Little was good. The Whisperer floated him as a bit of a smoky old um, hooker option. 71 points from him. Sloan. He's 200-and-something uh, K, so maybe you don't have to move next week necessarily because you'll probably get um, you know, get to price rises next week. If he has a good game next week, he could be a downgrade option for you from one of the failing sort of middies in your center wing. But it was a good start by Sloan. There was an electric uh, run there up the middle of the field. Um, you know, to get the go for that try. So um, there's the cheapy looks. Let's uh, move it on to the next one. You really dropped the ball, man. You really dropped the ball, man. There was some pretty average scores in the round. We know, <laughs> because that's why I'm not getting over a 1,000. Cleary, 61.4%. Look, it was a 40 points. You know, I'm calling that good for some other people, but, you know, Cleary costs a pretty penny more, doesn't he? So um, it's it's going to be a, a tough choice. Uh, for me, I, I, I want to just sort of go the Hines and Cleary. I want them as soon as I – I want them for the whole year – I've gone with Sam Walker, who's doing really well at the moment. I think he's going to hopefully go up in money. So, you know, I'm going to try to pull the trigger on Cleary to Hines when I can or hold Cleary and just accept that I'm never going to trade him, you know, because, you know, he'll have lost the money. And that money's only going to matter to you if you're going to trade him out. Um, because I've got Sam Walker, I've got Cleary. I mean, who else do you want? Maybe Hughes? Maybe DCE. I just don't know if there's anyone else that I want. So um, he's in the bad because he's too expensive to be getting 40s. Murray, he was terrific last week. Um, Muzz, but he finished with a 40 this week with 40% owned. I don't think that that's anything um, to worry about too much. I'm going to have him in my team, and I'm going to not see many of those in his scores. Thompson, um, I should have put him in the cheap. He's midi, uh, 24 points. He's 14.2%. I give you permission to sell him. I don't think he's been uh, all that good, um, unfortunately. In the midi price, it might be, you know, uh, what a, you know, it might be one of those ones where you, you get him onto even the hammer, who's financially, it looks like it might work out better. Who would have thought it, eh? Um, but unfortunately, he hasn't been the greatest. Ilias. 5.3% of people brought Ilias in. I warned him. I put him on my socials going, hey, you know, it's a good start, but I wouldn't go this early. Get a look at him again for this week. And 
Unfortunately for you lot who brought him in, it was a 19, no good. 12.3% he is owned now. Uh, and you're going to, you know, maybe ride it? I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, Campbell Graham was a bit average by his standards. 4.5% had a ripping first game, didn't he? When they were all going right and everyone fell for Graham and for Ilias. Well, I don't think it's falling for Graham. He's got a 34 and that is absolutely his floor. Um, Sione Katoa finished with a 21. He's a really good winger, I think, and a good finisher. Um, maybe his price drops nicely and you can jump on him. Uh, he's at 1.4% currently. Ramian, a 33, which is mildish by his standards. He's only 1%, um, 1%, sorry. And, you know, he's another one I'll have an eye on as well. Hodgson with a 35, 10.9% own him. Cobbo, 12.1%. Um, that would have hurt. Um, 22 from him. Drinkwater. Well, if Cobbo hurt, drink water, you know, makes you feel like deleting team. But at least he updated to one, 6.3%. 211 poor souls brought him in this week. <laughs> and, uh, you, yeah, you got a one, unfortunate. Hess, um, 6.3%. I did see a few teams of people that saw him starting in the second row and thought he was going to be a good um, buy. 26 uh, points, not good. Murray Tuolagi, I really like him as a footballer, 6%. Um, 35, could be worse, couldn't it? Um, Cheese, uh, we talked about him at the start, 49.6 with a 10, no good. C&K, he was so terrific in the first game. Um, he 40.1% and a, a, he finished with a 13. I reckon you wait. Uh, you know, he started well. He got a HIA this game. I'd probably hold and see where you go from there. Um, Meany, uh, 8.1% for a 38 was pretty average. I thought he was a, a good buy, but I, and I did mention Miller at the same time as well, who I think is doing a little better. Did he get a good score? Um, um, it's hard for me to update the, you know, the podcast notes while I'm on the live day, you know, on the last day. Um, Remus Smith was no good. He's 9.6 for a 30 points. Burton, 18.2% for a 29. I think you've got to probably flick Burton. I mean, people are staying with him, it seems, but... I don't know if he's got a super coach friendly game. He, he's just kicking it all the time. He's going to have to run and I don't know. I, if I was owning Burton, he, I would not be owning him past this week. That's just me personally. Um, kick out 6.7% uh, for a 36. I don't know if you're going to persevere with kick out Ponga, unfortunately with the HIA 21.3%. Um, I don't know if you'll expect him for next week. Obviously you can wait for TLT. Um, and it's just one of those really unfortunate things, and I have nothing more to say about Um Braley, he's finished with a 12. He's 0.9% owned. It is a short turnaround, so we'll have to wait and see if he gets named as well. I think it's five days. Hastings, 4%, and he's a little issue after the game there with uh, Talao. Um, Fish on a 17. That's not the greatest. I mean, I don't think he's got super coach friendly game either, unfortunately. Nofo with a 30. He's 2.1% owned. That's really sort of his... You know, kind of floor. Talao went off with the HIA, 12.9%. Um, if he's got that broken nose, I don't know if he's going to be there next week. And he could be somebody that you move on um, to one of those ones that's going to make some money. Um, this one, I reckon, really stings much like Cleary, 6.4% on IPAP. Um, 35 points is really low for somebody... Is he the most expensive player? Oh, no, I think it was um, Paps, wasn't it? But he is right up there at the pointy end of most expensive players. Is Could you consider maybe using his money? I mean, if you went him down to Haas or Tohu, you bank heaps of cash or you stick it out with him. I mean, I, I just think about things. If I owned them, what I'd do, um, I'd probably move him. <laughs> I'd probably move him to a Tohu bank heaps of cash and just, you know, um, help out my team in other areas. Uh, Fafida, 23.1. I've got him in the drop the ball. It's a bit harsh, you know, 61 he was. I, I think he was doing worse until I, when I wrote that in there. You can go up to, you, you can just be in the middle where no one talks about you. 61's fine. Um, we mentioned um, the, oh no, the, that's it, that's it. I can go down to the cheapies. Um, cheapies, Sonny Luke, um, he's 10.6%, 29. It's not, you know, he's a bottom price cheapie. Um, he is going on to the buy next week. So, you, you know, you'll you'll probably hold him through the buy, wouldn't you? Um, but, yeah, not as good this week with a, with a 29. <clears throat> Moali, um, 15%. I'm one of those owners as well. 26. I thought he was going to get more minutes um, because they've lost troops. Um, and he has been a little bit underwhelming. And I don't know. I don't know if he's just working out. Um, I don't know if I've got a chance to move him next week. He's not going to be a priority move for me. 
put it that way. Maybe he picks it up, um, you know, maybe slow burns away. You know, I sold Josh King last year too early. Um, Ford, he finished with a four, went off straight at the start of the game, 8 18.8%. 4.6% brought him in, and I warned people against doing that. I already owned him, um, but I didn't. I did not recommend bringing him in because I was like, well, you, you should be getting a look at him in round two and then deciding. And now we've got this four um, out of him. You 4.5 or 4.6 brought him in and hopefully you didn't play him. But you brought him in and you got the four now. I still think he's worth a hold. Yes, someone like Jazz Tavanga's coming back in. You did see Curran go off with a hip as well. I, I just Until I see something bad, like he's not getting the minutes, I'm going to just keep him because he's only 280K. Um, if... Uh, troops come back or they change the minutes and he's not playing what he did in that round one. It's kind of hard to decide now. We'll put it this way. I would not buy him. Do not buy him next week. Those of us that already have him, we can hold our fingers crossed that he's still going to get the minutes uh, and he's going to go and be a moneymaker for us. Um, Willie Army, um, 19.3%. He's got that handy jewel, um, but it was a 23 this week and I don't think that he's going to go up you know, he's not going to go up in a rate of knots um, on the old money there, but he is um, bottom price, so you probably just leave him there and hopefully he gets a try or something or a try assist or something as centers get those. Um, Pele, um, 23.6. He got a 26. That was better than last week, wasn't it, um, from Ims? But it's, you know, again, him and Moali, I don't know if that's the best, um, you know, front row cheapy for us. Um, look, you know, and I'm going to... I was lucky with a try today from... Uh, Utikamano, but I'm just, I can't, I need to get it two guns in there as the minimum and I'm probably won't reserve, um, you know, the other ones. So yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? You've got to try to pick the right ones and, and, and they're not worth a lot for you to do anything with. Um, so yeah. Uh, Khan Pereira, he, you know, 37. It's not, it's not terrible, is it? I mean, he was a single under 10 last week and, and a 37 this week, so the money's not going to go up terribly quick. But that's the thing with these bottom price ones. They're, no, they're worth nothing, so they're not going to lose a whole bunch um, of points. So, yeah, some of the bad things this week. And, and unfortunately, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a bit of a low round for us. Um, but that's just super coach, isn't it? And hopefully... You know, you hold your rank. Hopefully with my under a 1,000, I still hold my rank. We'll have to wait and see. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. <laughs> Always watching. The good and bad. Let's see who I've got my eye on this week. Um, Look, the good ones. Obviously, Walsh started with a ton. I liked what I saw from him in the preseason. It was really disappointing that I reckon his own, the ownership of fullbacks might have been a bit different. People went drink water, they went Latrell, they went a Turbo, or they went a Teddy. I reckon you can throw Walsh in there. People would have gone for him if he was there for round one. And I reckon um, the way some of the others have started, um, obviously you've got a drink water problem as well. And I think Walsh um, looked terrific in the few games that we've seen from him so far. He really sparks in that Broncos team. Wade Egan, um, look, I wanted to look at the minutes. It is He's not like um, an 80-minute hooker, but he's had the luck of scoring a couple of tries in the early rounds. And financially-wise, um, you know, he costs not much more than... Um, the cheese. So we got the cheese hoping that the cheese would go up in money and then we could upgrade into a cook or something like that. I think Egan could be a, your man. I think it's going to be a popular pick for people next week to bring him in um, because the finances look pretty good. You think he's had a 90 or he's 90 to 80 to, you know, like the scores are good. So um, Tohu, he has been good to start the year. Uh, we asked ourselves the question, is Tohu getting older? Is he going to get the um, minutes reduction? Well, it hasn't been the case for the first two rounds. Yes, um, someone like Jazz comes back in and he can play sort of lock minutes, but I reckon uh, he, you know, Tohu's the captain, isn't he? Uh, and I think he's the man. I, don't, I just reckon um, in the you can go Hass or a Tohu, or I think he could be in the top th- three or four easily um, this year. If if And all, look, if his minutes do start to drop, you sell him. But it's been good to start the year, I'll tell you that much. The Hammer, you can't um, deny that the Hammer has um, started the year well. Uh, look, I, I, I think I'm going to probably be one of those ones that misses him because I just think when he doesn't get a try, um, it's going to be low. But, 
you know, we, we do this, we flip cheapies who are not going to make money on to cheapies that are going to make money. Um, and the Hammer got a 79 this week. So, you know, as long as he goes out and has a good game again next week, you know, you're in business um, on a finances because in round one it was a 76. So two 70s financially, you can't be ignoring it. Um, he looks like he's going to be a decent enough cheapie. So, um, and his base is a little up this year. He's taking more runs. Karaz. How can you not be... Kraz has started the season um, well. There was a first-up loss there, and he was absolutely dynamic this week. He's finished with the top scorer of the round. What a what a player. I really like him as a player, and I it's one of the things I enjoy you know, in the NRL from someone who's not my team is watching blokes like this. Um, you know, he's going to probably go up nicely. He's already 567,000. Um, so maybe you're not happy with the top or something like that. But he's got a 51 in a loss, uh, pretty much a flogging by Manly. Uh, he's come out this week and got a 145. So, you know, I, like we did with uh, Ozako. And I, but I still think that Karaz is actually a much better pick because I think Azako is going to come crashing down. He, he wobbled his way to a 40 this week, but um, I think Karaz is going to have a few tons of him this year uh, in that uh, Bulldogs outfit. So I'm going to have a look at him. If I, you know, if I, I'm a coward, if I become a coward and I can't do the Teddy trade, um, maybe I could bring in Karaz. Um, Marnie, he has done well since he started. Um I will probably be preferencing him over Egan. That might seem weird to you because Egan has outscored him. Uh, but that's been with tries, and I'm going to probably go with the minutes, I think. Um, look, Reed Money's obviously, he's he's an 80-minute hooker. Played 80 minutes this week. He um, scored really well, 89. Um, and I think we've seen glimpses over his career where he's gone on runs, and he's been a... You know, a decent enough option for you for Super Coach. So I'm just going to trust that. It's a 75 in round one. Um, and so even on the finances, it looks pretty good as well. Um, he's probably going to be my move um, from Cheese. So, um, you know, I have my eye on him this week. Um, there's been back to back good scores. He's the captain. The dogs look like they're. Hopefully they play like that every week, the way they played against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Schuster, is he going to be back? Um, there was talk of round three, so we'll have to keep an eye on um, TLT. If you have, um, you know, jewels and you, you can get rid of a Moali or whatever, if you've got another one that you can bring up into your front row, maybe you do bring in Schuster un- sight unseen. I'm pretty sure he's going to come straight back in uh, into the 5'8 position. And surely, um, as a 230, you don't have to necessarily do it. If he, You can just wait. And, you know, the other bottom price cheapies, you'll see if they make a, you know start making money. And if they're not, you know, you can probably go down to Schuster before his third game. Um, but he is someone I'll have my eye on. Um, bad. <laughs> Cleary. You know, I just reckon if you've got, like, I'm talking to the Whisperer, and he has Boyd up in Hooker, uh, but he doesn't own Harry Grant. So he's got the Cheese and Boyd. I reckon those are two big problems up there. So he's going to solve that problem with Cleary. He's going to go and bring Boyd down and then and play, obviously, Sam Walker, which he's out of halfback, and he's going to use the Cleary money to get um, Harry Grant. That's fine. I already own Harry Grant. I've got Harry Grant and Cheese. Um so who do I want to get? And I've got Sam Walker, who I think is the next best option. I either go um, make too many trades in halfback and get Cleary out to, well, Hines would work. Hines would work, and then I'd ho- hopefully use Sam Walker to get back to Hines. But we don't know if Hines is going to be back, and the chat I'm hearing is not great. So I might be lumped with holding him, uh, you know, and taking that loss of money. I, I will probably just not trade him for the rest of the year in that case. Uh, and look, we know um, that he has a big, big score in him. He's probably going to have a big 180 or something, something huge, 150. I don't know. I haven't worked it out. But he's going to have a huge BE when he comes back off his buy. Uh, and it's just so cleary <laughs> to come out and do a big ton, a big daddy ton. Because um, he he's, he's the one that's got a ceiling in him. So maybe you, you don't lose as many. And, and also, I'll, I'll take some pod action on cleary. Um, he will be on one of the most sold this week because they're obviously going into a buy. It's going to be hard for me because I've got Taruva and To'o. Um, and that's why I don't, I'm don't. i not actually totally against the Karaz move because I'm going to be benching two of my center wingers. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I think Sam Walker's a fair enough play as a backup because he's been going gangbusters um, and I could sit Cleary. So, um, but he was, you know, he, he stands to lose a whole bunch of money. It looks like in, in the maths, um, Murray. 
Um, look, it was a good week one. It was a bit of a mild week two. Uh, but are you going to move him on? Um, he's an absolute weapon. There's not a lot of players that you um, want to anchor your second row with. Um, and this was just his his floor. You know, this is his floor um, as far as games go. But it's, you know, people are looking at maybe culling one of the expensive players. It could be a Cleary. I probably would sell Murray before I'd sell Cleary, even though it looks like Cleary's going to lose a whole bunch more money. If you know what I mean, I, I it's it, Cleary's a piece I let go of way harder. You're, you might ask me, like, oh, you're getting rid of Teddy though, Adrian. Well, you know, I just reckon if you get rid of Cleary, you're going to someone who's way, way worse. Um, I don't know with that run of games whether Walsh, I reckon he could probably outscore Teddy. Probably. So I don't know. I think it feels like an educated guess for me and, and an educated pun. Um, Butcher, uh, Egan, he has not, he looks a bit slow and hasn't really got his, you know, he got a bit of a head knock as well this week as in the game. Um, they do have a buy coming up. You probably, you know, uh, if you've got the cheese, if you've got Sam Walker, if you've got Teddy, you know, you can't have all of these um, roosters of, of high value in your team. Um, and you might need to move someone on. I don't reckon he's been too terrific. Not as terrific as we thought he'd be. Uh, and I think it was a 45 or whatever this week, which is probably acceptable. So I don't know if he's an urgent move. Um, but I, I probably look like I'm going to be moving him because I haven't been... Um, you know, I thought Ali Katoa looks like a better pick to me. Um, the Cheese, obviously, is injured. He's probably in doubt uh, from what I hear for next week. And, and in any case, um, that 10 is not going to help. That's not week one. That'll sit in there for a couple of weeks. So he, he could potentially, if he's healthy, be a good pick for you or maybe a nice downgrade for you later on when he's up and humming away. But it's just been a wretched old start to the year for him, unfortunately. Uh, and I'm going to probably, he's going to be in there on the chopping block for me. Um, those are obviously, you know, the ones I'm watching in my team. Let's move it on to the next. That's a problem for future Adrianosaurus. I don't envy that guy. <laughs> Future problems. Oh, look, I will go through what I'm eyeballing as my um, trades for next week. I will be using a boost. Um, no, it's not haphazard. I reckon there's times that you can use your boost. Uh, from what I have worked out with with a year of doing it and doing it in the BBL, on the price change um, week to, to get the right ones in and to move make three moves, which you can do. If there's a player who's a couple of hundred thousand you can do you know, that use that third player to sort of fund your, your, your trades and I will definitely be boosting. Nothing will change that. Um, I'll probably use another boost in each of the big buy rounds, you know, so that'll be four of them gone and I'll keep one up my sleeve. So it'll be three trades for me next week. I'm going to go cheese to Marnie, most probably. Look, Egan, Marnie, Marnie, Egan. It doesn't matter. I think they're both going to, they've both done well as long as they go out and score a reasonable score this week. They look to make money. Um, and they're probably safe enough to play. Probably a lot safer than Cheese at the moment. I just worry about um, Egan, you know, if he doesn't get a try. And that's included tries. Uh, and Marnie, I think, in the standing in that team with the captaincy stuff is probably means he's going to be an 80 minute hooker every week. So I'm going to choose to go with the role and I'm going to probably go Marnie. Now, obviously, Marnie's a bit more expensive than cheese, isn't he? So I'm going to have to fund it. And that's where the Teddy to Walsh comes in. Um, Walsh started with a ton, which is really good. Teddy, he's going to have a big giant BE next week, which doesn't mean that he can't get it because it's Teddy. Um, but in that team, you know, uh, they look like they're a little bit scratchy. Uh, and look, I could it could burn me um, because he could have easily been 125 this week. But I need the money. And... I'm going to move down to Walsh in there um, because next, you know, Teddy's got a buy coming up and I'll at least have two players I can play, which will be an advantage. I think Walsh has a really nice run of games as well. So I'm going to fund my trade three, which is to fix my front row. Um, now, Butcher, I have not been impressed with. I want Tohu. I've got a duel up in the front row. So I'm going to bring that duel down into the second row and I'm going to buy Tohu. And I, and I really... When the season started, I was umming and ahhing whether I should go with Utikamano as my second front row, and it hasn't really burnt me as much as it could have here in round two because he got that try, you know, um, for a 66. So, But I feel much safer with him being a third option for me on the bench um, as my third front row rather than realize it's petrifying, to be quite honest, watching him. He plays like 50 minutes the first couple of rounds, but 
it's not sort of um, outstanding. And that, you know, if that try didn't, it was disallowed like it should have been for the double movement, I would have, you know, I would have been like, there's absolutely no question about it. But I guess because he got a 66 or whatever this week, some people will say, oh, no, he's doing a fine job there as front row two. Not for me. And the player that I'm going to probably go with is Tohu. Uh, I really like what I see from Tohu. He's started the year scoring well. He's a you know he's a, he's a famous he's he's got the pedigree hasn't he in the past of being a great super coacher. Should I you know respond to me on wherever you see this on the show social? Should I be going Hass because I reckon it'd be Hass Tino Tuppany or Tohu, and I, I think I've got my eye on Tohu. I kind of was looking at that game this week going if Tohu scores seventy plus again, I'm going to get him in that front row, and I'm happy enough with Welsh in there as my other one. So Welsh, who I think now with Nass out, is going to play even bigger minutes. Uh, and Tohu is my mains with Utikamano as my third. Teddy to Walsh, I reckon it's a good... It's one of those moves, Teddy has started slower and he looks like he might lose some money and Walsh started with a bang, um, you know, so I just feel like it's one of those moves I won't sit on my hands for. But again, never treat a gun is a pretty good philosophy to have, but sometimes you have to sell a gun um, if they look like they're going to lose a whole bunch of money and that's why people are going to sell Cleary I want to choose to sell Teddy because again I've already owned Grant and I, I just want to get um, good moves and I think that those are all three strong ones in Marnie, um, Tohu and Walsh so those are where I'm looking like uh, going uh, for next week like I said if I don't do the Teddy one I could go to or to Karaz um, and that's a possibility too because you know I really like Karaz. I feel like um, you know Taruva is like my third center winger. So if I pumped a well, if I pumped a Karaz in there to get good enough money, maybe it could be a jumping block for me to get up to Garrick, who I really want. So um, lots of things to think about. It's a real big um, TLT upcoming. We've got to see if all of these players. You know, it's hard. We're going to have the, the um, Panthers on on a buy next week. So imagine if you've got three Panthers, but you also have um, Ponga. That you all you also have Talao, or you also have you know, drink water. We could have five things that we've got to fix next week, and maybe we'll be hamstrung to not be able to make strategic moves. It's just going to be putting out fires. I hope that Jackson Ford makes it because I might need to rely on him. Um, you know, I might need to do a Karaz because I can't. I've got no coverage in the center wings. Uh, yeah, so there's lots of things to think about, and we need this TLT to land um, so we can see how urgently and what what kind of moves if they're just save putting out fires or whether we can strategically do them um yeah it's a bit of an unders round it's a bit of a milder round with lots of catastrophes happening that's the fun of super coach don't stress too much it's round two um and i, I think that this is a low scoring round there might be some weird bloody teams out there that fluked it and you saw the team that won week one you know with a lot of weird stuff in there but um you know good luck next week guys in your um super coach trades and your week you know just go with your gut do do what feels right to you um bring in a player that you do want to bring in um play the numbers you know um if you've got a bloke that's going to lose a whole bunch and he didn't work out well then next week's a perfect week for you to do fix it um if you can so um that's all i've got to say and have a lovely night i'll talk to you on team list tuesday kick and chase by mullins Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year. And maybe.